Hi, this is Al of Resurrections in Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast and proud member of the collective, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. You are listening to episode 264. I am your high priest of Conchu Ray. Hello. And joining me tonight for a waxing crescent is one of the velvet drapes, Justin. Justin, how are you? Good. How are you, Ray? Yeah, good, good. It's uh, it's been a while since we, we've chatted, so it's always good to have you back on. Um, well, I know. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me back. and. Thanks, as always, loonies, for listening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, loony listeners will know, be familiar with Justin. Uh, more recently, you've jumped on to some of the bonus episodes. I should say the Petrunis would know that. Um, yes. But, uh, I mean, you've been, you've been pretty busy yourself, I imagine, Justin. You've got a few uh, projects in the works, so to speak. So, I mean, I know we've touched yes. upon it before. Yeah, all kinds of stuff going on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how's, how's that all yeah. going? Good, great. I... The um, Tomes of Evil is rolling right along, as always. Mm-hmm. We're, we're actually doing the Devil's Reign crossover, as you know, which has been super fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, my other project, the Lost Library of Legends, which I'll talk about a little bit later, um, I'm still working on that. It's been going a little bit slower, but it's my first endeavor, so I was prepared for that. <laughs> oh, look, good things come to those yeah. who wait, Justin. That's so. right. It'll uh, eventually be here. I'm, I'm thinking probably in February it'll be ready to, to launch. Oh, okay. So, so not, yeah. not too long. I mean, when this episode drops, it will just be February. So um, not too long to go. And loony listeners, you'll be able mm. to obviously catch Justin there, uh, you know, in his own backyard, so to speak. So uh, yeah. <laughs> a, bi- a big welcome to Justin uh, on the show. And uh, what Justin and I will be doing since it is a waxing crescent, is a, a Lunapic Modern Run Review. So this will be a Moon Knight issue 11 by Brian Michael Bendis uh, and Alex Maleev. So that's what we're looking for. Uh, should be good. Uh, but before any of that, of course, a huge thank you to all the Patronis out there. Thank you so much uh, for contributing to the show, for being part of the show, like yourself, Justin, uh, you know, it's valued, absolutely valued as well. And, um, yeah, love to, love to be able to provide in any way we can. Justin's been so generous being a Petroni to actually create this, the, the material as well for the Petronis, uh, with me. So, uh, very grateful indeed. Uh, also as well, Drew Tombs, uh, of Tombs and Luke Music, Daniel Doing, Fringe Night, uh, a great creation there. CLZ Comics by Collectors and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. So, um, yeah, we're, we're back to, I don't know, after the the huge big week a couple of weeks ago, Justin, the dust has settled. We're kind of back mm, into our groove the again. The moon, <laughs> the moon dust has settled. The moon dust has settled. Uh, I, I mean, I've got to ask, of course. I love to ask anyone that comes on the show. I think I've asked Andrew previously in our uh, previous episodes. But the um, you know the trailer, Justin. I mean, it's uh, it seems like a long so long ago now, but it's you know it's still fresh it does, in my mind. But it also seems like just yesterday too. Yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, 
I loved it. I loved it so much. I had to watch it probably a hundred times that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. Yeah, I kept rewinding that. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I really am so excited, and I, I'm counting down the days, as I'm sure you are. I've, I've got, I've got the butterflies in my stomach every time I think about the date coming up so quickly. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd... It's just been so so great. Yeah, I, I um, I think I've got a countdown timer on my phone, so I think it's down to fifty. Well, by the oh. time whilst we're recording right now, I think it's fifty-nine or fifty-eight days to go. So we're, we're getting closer there, Tommy. A little shout out yeah. to Tommy. <laughs> um, he uh, he he called it out in one of our chats as well, saying, "You know, this the sixty odd days to go. It's not that long, Justin. You know, before we know it, yes, we'll be hopefully doing a watch party. Hopefully, talking. We'll definitely be talking about it on the show. Uh, so, mm. plenty of things to look ahead. Um, you know, regardless of the TV show itself, Justin. I mean, and broadly speaking." I mean, not necessarily Moon Knight. I mean, what what have you been up to reading wise? Have you been catching up on old comics, reading up on the the latest ones? Um, I actually caught caught up on one that I had been wanting to read for a long time. Back in, um, I think it was two thousand and seven or eight. Uh, there was another X Factor series that Peter David wrote. Yes. And it was X Factor Investigations, which had Jamie Madrox in the lead. And I never read that. I, I It was always on my list of ones that I wanted to go back and read. And everyone told me, you've got to read X Factor. It's just amazing. And so it, I saw it kept getting all these awards, and I kept reading about it. And I said, oh, I really want to read this. Uh, so finally, I bought some of the trade, the old trade paperbacks of that recently, and I'm going oh. to start from the beginning, and I'm so excited. Yeah, no, had you read the all new, all different X Factor? I think that was prior to this 2006 or seven run yeah. by Peter David. Yeah, yeah, I had collected that in the 90s, and yep. so when it when it switched teams and Peter David took over with that incarnation, I was still collecting, and I loved that. I loved that that incarnation yeah. of the team oh, so much fantastic yeah. i think from memory i think it's issue 72 something like that i think that was there um <laughs> it brought together the likes of havoc polaris strong guy wolf spain strong guy strong guy's awesome uh guido love him yeah he's so good in the and 90s wolf spain yeah. um yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and of course jamie Mad. Mad- uh Maddox, Madrox, sorry, Madrox. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's so funny, during the 90s when I was collecting that as well, and, you know, just reading it, not saying it out aloud, for a long time I thought it was Guido, <laughs> um, Guido oh. <laughs> Carousella. Uh, yeah. So, again, obviously with with it being not that, it's like, oh, that's a bit weird, Guido, but actually... I like got that, a... no, Guido, that, that's a good ring to it too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think Guido's a lot better, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> Had you been also as well? I know I haven't been collecting it. I'm a big Peter David X Factor fan as well. Um, but they've recently released. I think it's X Men Legends or something. There was um, uh, they returned to it, so they had that classic team, the all new, all different. Had mm. you have you been reading that by any chance? I haven't been. No, I, I, no. no I I read about that, and I think even the artist from the '90s, Larry Stroman, yes. maybe came back. Uh, yeah, to do something. Yeah. Yeah, I've got so to pick it that up. That made yeah. me really excited too, but I actually haven't read that yet. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's and on my list. Speaking of Guido, strong guy, I saw uh, in the ads for one of the more recent comics. Um, I think it's Tinny Howard, off the top of my head. She's doing uh, 
I think it's called like Secret X or something like that. And uh, Guido mm-hmm. is in there. So Guido, oh, okay. Forge, yeah. Um, is it is it Armor? Is it the one the, the 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 mutant where she has a whole like energized robot around her. Um, oh. Is it armor or husk I think or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm not too clear. But I, I saw Guido and I thought, oh, gosh, I've got to get this. So this is, I think that's going to be out later in February. Um, oh, cool. I'm glad he's still around. I love that character. Yeah, well, he apparently, I think he died and went to hell or something. He was almost the king of hell in, in some, I, I didn't follow it after after that. So I've lost track of Strong Guy, but I loved him in the in the 90s run and, and in the yeah, investiga- X Factor investigations, which is Oh my gosh, Justin, you are going to be wiped out with some of the things that happen in there. It's just... Yeah, I'm so excited, yeah. Bonkers crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What about Uh, you, Ray? What have you been reading lately? Yeah, I've been attacking my my epic collection, so I've actually got a Mm. fair few coming my way. I'm very happy. I'll 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 finally be able to say I cracked the the 100 or so epics, so I've uh, I've reached reached the 100 club. Yeah. Oh, Um, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I tell you, it takes up a lot of space. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um but those are made those are great wow that's an accomplishment they're fantastic wow. and and what i find that they um they really promote or actually motivate you to read the older runs like so mm-hmm. so i'm reading at the moment fantastic four volume two which is still in the the 60s uh somewhere i think it's um oh yeah, I mean, it's yeah. early early in their run, uh, and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. it. I mean, if you'd asked me a few years ago or, you know, a fair few years ago before Epic Collections, I probably wouldn't have bothered maybe checking out the 60s yeah. stuff. Um, it was low on the priority list. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even though, despite the fact that it's available on Marvel Unlimited, I probably wouldn't go there. But with Epic Collections, uh, it's just fun because obviously you have it in your hand, uh, hard copies. So yeah, so uh, Fantastic Four Volume Two. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Something of Master Doom, and uh, and I've gone back to '90s Avengers. Uh, so it's an epic collection, oh. the collection obsession. Do you, you, I know we spoke oh, about that before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that not too long ago. I love that one with the yes. with the brethren. The brethren yeah. and how they're literally, literally just scum of the universe, yeah. which is very <laughs> the filth very, of the universe. The filth yeah, of the universe. I, love very, that. I thought it was a great take. Um, a, yeah. a little shout out to Capes and Lunatics. They they covered it and they hated it. And I said, oh, it's so I defended oh, it, saying it's gosh. one of my Whoa. one of my favorites. Like, oh, it's yeah. so boring. The the art in some of those issues was a little patchy. I will say that. Yes, some of them because yeah. they had. I think at that time they had a rotating cast of artists they didn't right. really have a regular artist maybe yeah um, yeah so, so uh, yeah, yeah some some kind of 90s patchiness art there for sure yeah um but overall i think it's great and, and there's plus there's there are issues before and after it in the epic collection i haven't really started mm. it, it yet i've just um started on fantastic four but um yeah going well um, loonies though we are not here for that of course <laughs> <laughs> we are here for moon knight uh Mm. And this is going to be an interesting one for you, Justin. You've mentioned that this will be an interesting discussion being something that you, I don't know, haven't really dabbled in that that much, the Brian Michael Bendis run. Um, what yeah, are your initial the one th- that I've read the least out okay. of all the Moon Knight runs, yeah. So what are your impressions, like having not read much of it, uh, having heard what everyone said, um, when you, I mean, we'll get into it, but, but as you 
you know, um, open the book for this issue, for this discussion? What were your kind of, um, I guess, uh, assumptions about the the series? What were you expecting? Um, I was expecting the the tussle with the three new identities, the Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America mm-hmm. stuff, and how that added to the dynamic of the character. That was really strange. <laughs> I will say that. That's really strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, some, some of the stuff... I, I think that Brian Michael Bennis, to be honest with you, he's strongest when he writes his own characters. Yeah, I think when he writes for the, the characters that he has made, that he's done some of his best work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say he did a terrible job with... Moon Knight because I don't think he did. I think this was actually an entertaining issue. Mm-hmm. I think he also does a really good job, and this issue is a perfect spotlight of that, of writing really good action sequences. Mm. Yep. Um, because this, this, the fight in this was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. And that's why I gave it higher marks than I would have otherwise. <laughs> 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 I'm a sucker for a good fight scene. You know I'll, that, I'll, Ray. Me too. Um, yeah, so, I love yeah. the action scenes. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's... Yeah. Um, Let's get into our Lunar Pick review then. Um, so, now, if this works, and please indulge me, listeners, uh, we've got some... I want to give a shout-out to CMK7, Chris. Uh, so, for the video, which is exclusive to Petronis, uh, he's added a few more animated uh, transitions. So, hopefully, uh, by the Ooh. time that this comes out for Petronis, you'll see some, some pretty funky stuff. Oh, but I a love big it. Th- yeah, a big thank you to Chris. Uh, as for audio... Uh, you just got a, a slight pause there from Ray as I as I um, pretended that the transition started. But anyway, um, back to the issue. Uh, as mentioned, it's issue 11 from Volume 6 of Moon Knight. It was released March 28, 2012. Uh, as we've discussed, Brian Michael Bendis, Alex Maleev, uh, Penciler, um, the, the dynamic duo there. Uh, and colours from Matt Hollingsworth, a letterer's, uh, letterer, VCs Corey Petit, and editor Stephen Wacker. Uh, now, availability, again, this is still readily available on Floppy. Um, mm. You should be able to find it. Uh, it's not too not too expensive, even on eBay. I think it's quite achievable. Otherwise, it's on digital. Yeah. It's on, yeah, it's on Marvel Unlimited. You, you, I mean, I'm assuming you have a copy as well, Justin? Yeah, I've got the digital, um, yep. but yeah, I've got, I think I'm going to get the, the complete collection yeah. when it comes out. Well, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of marketplaces like Facebook comic selling groups. They they do sell them as sets because it's a nice twelve issue run. It's not that long, mm. so um, that's right. handy. Uh, and speaking of trades, it was available on trade in soft cover and hard cover. It got released twice as hard covers. The first time uh, in two separate volumes. Uh, the second time, more recently, in a, in a complete hard cover volume. And uh, by the time that this show comes out, February num- February first, uh, the complete collection. That's a new soft cover with all twelve issues. Uh, that should be released. I know that's on Amazon at least. Uh, so just check your LCSs. But uh, that's one of the one of the many um, mm. comic books coming out, Justin, in anticipation <laughs> for the show. <laughs> yeah, we actually have two in February, don't we? Besides mm-hmm. that one, we also have one of the omnibus. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, one of the, the I think it's that's a re-release of Volume One, which I'm because I missed out mm. on the the first one. So yeah, Volume One's being re-released, uh, and then as for other complete collections, uh, the Jeff Lemire 
Greg Smallwood mm. Complete Collection will be out, and also the Max Bemis Legacy, uh, Jason Burroughs, that's coming out in Complete Collection all between now and I think April. So um, plenty of Moon Knight stuff. And and then a couple of other Omnibuy after that, Justin. My gosh. Mm. Oh, that's we, have, be... we have a, a wealth of, of Moon Knight material to look forward to. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Now, listeners, uh, of course... If you are unaware or if, you're, if you are aware and for first-time listeners, what Justin and I will do, we'll go through a synopsis or a bare bones, this time courtesy of Wiki. And Justin, may I please ask if you could uh, spare your, your golden vocal cords, your honeycomb vocal cords for this one? <laughs> of course. Uh, I'd be delighted. <laughs> so Justin will, will give us our, our bare bones, just in case you want a little rundown. Uh, and then we'll get into some key moments of the comic and, um, and then talk about, and again, my gosh, Justin's done his homework, uh, some notes. We'll go through maybe some writing, art, themes, characterizations, and references. And to cap it all off, we'll do a a, uh, a rating from Connoisseur's rating system. Um, mm. Oh, I oh I don't know why. Look, that's not true, Justin. There's an prompt sheet. I'm, I'm just going to let the loonies know. Um, it says three and a half out of ten. I didn't I didn't give three and a half out of ten. Or was that yours? Justin? Oh, did I put that under Oh your my name? gosh! Oh god! <laughs> I may I may have. Uh, I may have Whoops. given away Whoops. the game there. Uh, so sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I was yeah. genuinely surprised. No, I, I, didn't. I, I can't remember. I did that last it. time to Noel too. I put my, <laughs> my score under his name. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, so stri- strike that, listeners. Uh, you know, Flux. Maybe, maybe yeah. I can convince spoilers, Justin. Spoilers. Well, maybe I can convince you otherwise, Justin, to give it a higher or lower oh, mark. Maybe. Maybe we'll, we'll change that. Yeah, we'll, change uh, that. we'll see. But uh, Justin, would you be so kind as to give us the bare bones? Absolutely. With all options exhausted, Moon Knight and Buck use an old Captain America line to reach S.H.I.E.L.D. They inform Maria Hill of the situation and how Buck managed to tag the head with a tracer but their responder was trashed in the scuffle. Maria wants to send excessive force, but the two jump but the two rush to jump off the line. A lighter touch is needed. Meanwhile, Mask has the head and calls her father as she wants to rearrange their deal in order to get a larger portion. But Moon Knight arrives. The two use their weapons to battle, Moon Knight using the claws, webs, and shield, but Mask outmaneuvers Mark into a submission. Moon Knight, as Wolverine, asks for a bullet in his head, but Mask is suddenly thrown off. Buck has stolen the helmet. Running to his jeep and taking off, Mask runs outside to fire at Buck and manages to strike his gas tank. Mark tries to stop her, but Buck's jeep goes up in flames. The explosion throws both to the ground and Mark goes unconscious. During Mark's sleep, he is visited by Maya to help wake up and return to the battle. Mark rises and takes down Mask as Maya coaches him. She is now in Mark's conscious. With Mask defeated, he runs to Buck, who is still alive. The two quickly run as LAPD and the news are close behind. Count Nefaria watches the coverage on the TV, disappointed in his daughter. However, the police arrive to Nefaria's door with a subpoena. Moon Knight has driven the Count to his last straw.
Thank you so much, Justin. That was very well read out, and a big thanks to Wiki as well for what I think is a pretty, um, a pretty efficient, um, succinct synopsis, Justin. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I think it. Yeah, that pr- pretty much gets the, gets it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, although I did ask you slightly earlier, um, after having read this issue, then, uh, so your first impressions uh, of this, did you did you enjoy it? Or um, did it meet your expectations for Bendis? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, yeah, this is, I think, my second time reading this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, I, I actually, it read better than the first time. The mm-hmm. first time I wasn't as keen on it. So it did grow on me more than the first time I read it. Okay. Um, a lot of that has to do with the action sequence. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed the fight between Moon Knight and Mask. Um, she's actually a really good nemesis for him. I would love to see more of her go up, uh, appear in, in future Moon Knight stories. I, I mean, I, I don't know if she's still around in any capacity. She has been cloned a whole bunch, mm-hmm. hasn't she? Um, I, th- I think so. I think mo- more recently she's now got the Phoenix Force, um, and she's. Um, oh. She's died as well, I mean, you know, comics. So I think she's been dead. She's mm. come back. Uh, but, yeah, she's currently in, I think there's a limited run or, or something at least, and she has the Phoenix Force with her. So she's the, the, mm-hmm. the current holder. Um, but she's a great, yeah, she's a great character. Oh, hang on, sorry. Are you, sorry? You're talking about Madame Mask, right? Not not, not, not Echo. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Echo, uh, Madame Mask, no, I don't know where she is. Um, yeah. Last I saw her was in the West Coast Avengers run, I do believe, or the Black Widow run, um, with either Jodie Hauser, that was the Black Widow, oh. web, web of Widow, uh, or um, yeah, the West Coast Avengers with Kelly Thompson. Uh, so uh, yeah, oh, okay. So yeah. she is still around in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, she's still. Yeah, I I can't remember. Um, where she at at the moment? Um, I, don't, I don't know where Count Nefaria is as well. To be to be honest, he might mm. be on the, the raft. I was going to yeah. ask you about that too. What he's up to these days? But mm. no, mm. Um, maybe not. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Actually, I know him more so from this Bendis run than any other. Uh, like I, I think I checked out his previous appearances in the Avengers after having read this Bendis run, but I haven't seen him since. So yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, Madame Mask. Yeah, is... I, liked, I liked the issue for the action. I liked mm-hmm. it for um, Madame Mask. Yep. I like her. I've always liked her as a character, going back to the old eighties Iron Man stuff. Yep. Um, which is why I was I was happy to see her in this story. I actually liked her as a foil for Moon Knight more so than Nefaria. Oh, to be okay. honest with you, I yeah, yeah. that was a strange choice of a villain for the story for for Moon Knight, Nefaria, yeah. somebody that's wiped the floor with all the Avengers at, yeah. at yep. you know, at their most powerful, he's trashed them, and you've got, I mean, I love Moon Knight, and I know that he he would waltz up to the juggernaut if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Space, but, I mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Madam Mask we is. To, we have to be honest about his limitations at the oh, same time. Uh, abso- absolutely. <laughs> I think. I think we all know that, but Mark. I think Mark's the only one that doesn't know that. <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you in, with that regards. I mean, Madame Mask is a lot more on his level, and and, and mm. when they engage with each other, I mean, I think the fights mm-hmm. are a lot more exciting because, 
I mean, it was still exciting with Cat Nefari, but it's um, there. I don't know. It just it's just better to see like there's more tension. Um, yeah. you, you know, Moon Knight's gonna try something fantastic when he's up against someone like Count Nefaria. Whereas with Madame Mask, it's just really just bare knuckles. Um, it's just trying knock to knock down, drag out fight. Exactly. Yeah. So, what did you think? Sticking with Madame Mask, what did you think of? Um, because I'm, look, I know of her. Uh, I don't know too much about her back history. Um, when when they take off her mask, that thing, and they're surprised, like, oh, uh, she doesn't even need to wear the mask at all. Is that is that how Whitney mm. Frost is? Like, is she just a normal person? I thought she was going to be scarred, but well, again, she—it's tough because there's been a whole there's been different versions of her. Like, I remember mm. in the '90s too, there was a version of her that was just called Mask, and she joined the Avengers for a little while, or she helped the Avengers for a little while. So there's been different versions of her and to be honest with you i'm not sure if they've all been whitney frost or not i think okay. some have been clones maybe some have been like brainwashed people that were had their memories replaced with hers or something along those lines <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm not really sure to be honest with you but um i always liked the character in, in iron man it was after yeah. that that i kind of lost track of her yeah, I think I've seen her a, a little bit in, in Iron Man as well. But, yeah, um, yeah, I've only come across her again. She seems to be a good foil for Black Widow as well. Um, and mm. interestingly oh, enough... Oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Mm, and interestingly enough for um, for Kate Bishop too. Uh, so they mm. seem to, yeah, she seems to be a good nemesis there. And like I said, that's where I kind of yeah. saw her um, previously. Uh, now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, apologies, Justin. You know, when you were talking about Madame Mask, I was looking at our prompt sheet, and um, and the key moments you got here, the second one, Vision of Maya, of Maya. So that's mm-hmm. why I, I was looking at that while you were you oh, were speaking, okay. <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, Maya, yeah, yeah Echo. So that's where I right, kind of lost yeah. track. Um, but this is a very, this is another key moment that you've mentioned, and it, it is a very interesting one. And what um, I gathered from the bare bones from the wiki was something was it was additional um like additional surprise uh did you get that was she was she meant to be kind of well she is part of his conscious uh in, mm. in that iteration or was it more like a like a dream um you know how people kind of uh, near-death it, experience um you know, yeah yeah kind how of you... like him seeing Kanchu in his mind like mm. when he died before yeah. like that type of that that's how i took it like he was at death's door or he was or he had like a really bad concussion or something and was hallucinating and, and just yeah. going in and out of consciousness. That's how I took it. Like it was a weird, it was, yeah. it was his mind doing stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, but not, um, I guess so. maybe, maybe they didn't insinuate that in the, in the bare bones, but it wasn't an additional identity for Mark. I mean, cause who knows what Bendis mm. would have done, you know, I don't know whether he wanted Maya as, as a, another right. identity for Mark or not, but yeah, I, I liked that it. Took- interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, I I mean I largely took it similar to you. Say for instance, Spider Man is is in dire straits and he gets a vision of Uncle Ben. Mm. It's that sort of thing, right? Um, he gets or Mary a, Jane or Gwen Mary, or somebody. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So May is the same. I guess that's to kind of consolidate the idea that he cares for her a lot. She's like a close one, mm. a loved one, um, mm. which inevitably doesn't really go anywhere beyond the Bendis run. Uh, it was a bit of a shame because. You know, for, to talk about Echo, I really do like her. Um, even before you know her appearance on the Hawkeye TV show, I thought she was a pretty awesome character. 
um, in the yeah. Bendis Daredevil run. She's she's fantastic. Um, yeah, so uh, we get a little bit of Maya here, but she's by this stage, for all intents, she's she's very dead. I mean, we saw from the last mm. issue. So, had you did you read um, before and after this issue as well, Justin, to get context or? Um, not since the first read through. Okay. So okay. The, yeah, I didn't I didn't read them through a second time, so I am a little foggy as to that stuff. But yeah, it, it's. Um, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I was just to say it's interesting to ask because one of the big things about Bendis is the this continuity of his issues and and how you can it, it seems like you can be jumping into like the middle of something if you just pick up a random issue of his. I wondered if you got that sense or if you remembered enough, I guess, from your initial read. Yeah, yeah, I remembered enough of the the basic plot details to mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was lost reading this. Yeah, okay. without having read the, the 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 first couple of issues before it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I didn't feel lost. No, not at all. I. Okay. It was a little weird. the The whole thing with the Ultron head still is kind of weird to me too. But yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a little. Yeah, I mean, we had a little bit of a discussion last um, Lunapic Modern Review, and I think one of the loonies said it may have even been Noel about this is just a blatant, you know, Bendis having to kind of cater towards the Age of Ultron um, series, which is coming up. So that that kind and of that was right at that time, wasn't it? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there are a that lot of sense. yeah, uh, there are a lot of uh, random weird things i mean if we're to, to bounce to say writing one of the things that i thought was strange and it was towards the end was when buck is in the alleyway with mark and they're, they're kind of they've just escaped the um the media and the lapd you know cops and stuff mm-hmm. and um oh and yeah actually you've you've got it here in your writing uh in your notes here it, it's that exact scene about them going and um and buck saying crazy bitch you know um, <laughs> but um well i'll get i'll yeah. get i'll get your thoughts first then so what um what what um made this one stand out for you because i, I want to you know let you know about something from this little scene too but yeah what what did you make of this um this scene well, I remember the first time I read this, this this whole interaction made me groan. And the second time it made me groan as well. It's just, I don't know. It's the tone of it's so not, so off to me. I don't, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard, it's hard to put it into words. But it, it just doesn't seem like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like something Moon Knight would say. Yeah. Who, her, or me, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah I, I totally agree with you. And, and I've just pulled it up here on the Marvel Unlimited. And I think you've got the dialogue there. But I, for me, the, the weirdest thing was the the words after, like where you stop. So, you know, Buck says, crazy bitch. Mark goes, who? Me or her? Oh, you're still the craziest. And then Mark goes, thank you. That's about all I have going for me. Now, yeah, that for me is just yeah. really un-Moon Knight. It's not – he doesn't – he never really glorifies his – you know mm. his mental DID like condition, mm. so it just yeah. yeah really strange writing from Bendis in that sense. Um, yeah, but, I didn't care for that. That made me groan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're we're both on the same lines there. Uh, also, as well, let me just I'm just flicking back um, to the exchange with. Uh, oh, I can't I can't think of it now. Um, but yeah, there was just some some of the um, exchange with Marie Hill at the beginning, 
I thought was mm. just a bit. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, here, look, Mister Mister Moon Knight, how can yeah. I how can I help you? And then Mark says, "Which one are you?" And she says, "I was about I was just about to ask the same question." I mean that's that's kind of yeah. a little groany material. It's like Bendis. Yeah. You don't have to have Mark highlight the fact or, or Maria Hill highlight the fact that he has, you know, DID. Um, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't need to be in every single conversation. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so I thought writing-wise that was a little bit of a letdown. But in general, I think this issue, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. There was a large portion mm. of it was action. Which was pretty cool, and and mm-hmm. you let Maleev's art do the talking, which is great. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd, as far as I would have to say that I enjoy this a, a lot more than some of his other issues during this run. So, um, mm-hmm. again, if you look at substance, it's all just built around one one fight. Um, yeah. And there's not much. I mean, you could I don't know, Justin. You can argue uh, that with other comic book issues as well. I mean, there's a big fight, but it just there mm-hmm. seems to be just something lacking here. Um, mm. And again, it's, it's I probably sound like a broken record whenever we do these Bendis reviews, but it's, it's true. So the main takeaway for me was the fight, and I thought that was awesome. Um, and, and it was mm. actually more. Um, it was done in detail more so than previous fights in this series. So I think that's what I really appreciated. But um, yeah, um, any other points there, Justin, that you you may want to raise, or maybe another key moment? Um, well, like like you, I really liked the um, the fight with Madame Mask. I, I feel like that was because we were ramping up to the conclusion of this, so I liked that we had an all out action. I, in fact, when you when you told me we were doing this one, I I had to remember was that the one with the big fight with Madame Mass. So I was actually happy. Oh, that nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I think he, he really writes a really good action sequence. He does those very well. Those are really one of his, his strengths and, and it shows in this issue. And Alex Malieve is great with that. The list, the, uh, the art. Yeah. I think also with the art, I'd never noticed it before. I'll maybe have to look at some of the other Alex Maleve art, but one of the things that stuck out for me in his art were the um were the butt shots of Madame Mask. I have to say. <laughs> did did you notice that? That was quite in your face. A couple of those, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. literally in your face. Um so I was a little <laughs> I was a little taken aback by that because I didn't think he was that sort of artist, but maybe he is. I mean when I mean that artist mm. look I mean Artists do gratuitous, mean, yeah. yeah, they they do gratuitous poses, you know, yeah. or a lot of them do. But it just to me, it was just, it just stood out. <laughs> like there mm. was a a huge. Oh, hang on, there's there's number three. I think there's a third shot. Uh, yeah, so there's three. I can count three of them. Uh, there's a a lovely splash page of Moon Knight jumping to surprise Madame Mask from above from the rafters. Yeah, and just the POV is just. Right in the line of Madame Mask's butt, <laughs> so you get that. Uh, a couple of pages later, I didn't. She she knees him in the balls, which I thought was hilarious. A little tropey, of course, but still always fun to see when when males get kicked in the nuts. Um, so he goes down. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but again, it just a, goes just to show what a badass she is. She fights yeah, dirty. She fights dirty as yeah. well, and um, 
And Moon Knight is framed brilliantly between her legs. And again, like, her butt is there for everyone to see. Um, Maybe, I don't know, hopefully it's not just me and um, some sort of weird (laughs) fascination. But again, and then there's uh, another, a few pages later, when Buck Lime is is driving away in the Jeep. I mean, it's it's framed in the way that... Her butt is in the foreground. Oh my! Come on, that's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Um, <laughs> if I could, yeah, that's very obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's kind of the white bit is kind of wedged right up there as well. <laughs> Don't get into detail, but um, yeah. But what is that? What is that accomplished? Pushing for her. <laughs> I don't know. Is that an extra degree of armor or something or protection or what? Well, Justin, one of my mates was telling me a while ago, um, and he, I can't remember th- for the life of me the term of it, but do you, do you by any chance know it? There's a term that for like um, active wear now, I think active wear or lycra, um, they they actually stitch the, the pants so that they accentuate. Can I dare say the, oh, the, the really? crack of the butt? Um, I don't know what the ter- it's a French term, but my mate was saying, and, and I haven't heard of that. No. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look. Loonies, if you know, please let us know. But um, my mate was well, saying it. He said it so. He said it so nonchalantly. He goes, "Oh, look, oh yeah, I noticed." And me and another friend were going, "What?" He goes, "Oh, it's called a blah blah blah. Don't you know?" And he started telling us about how <laughs> modern lycra or modern active wear now kind of make it so that you know the butt is more pronounced. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just wondering whether Madame Mask has that sort of wearable technology. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> well, I think we better move move along, uh, Justin. Um, uh, look, uh, another another thing. Look, sorry, I'm, I'm just bombarding you with um, with things here. Um, no, no, that's okay. Just one other thing that really kind of irked me about this, and it's no slight, I guess, on Bendis, but... Um, have you ever watched Mythbusters as well, Justin? Yes, I have, yeah. yeah. Well, I just keep on remembering in my head Mythbusters, if you shoot at a gas tank, a petrol tank in a car, mm. will will it yes. or will it not explode? And it doesn't yeah. explode. Does it? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it just it just creates a hole yes. in the tank, and then the petrol just seeps out. That's it. There's no... I think that was one of their most popular episodes, actually, yeah. because that... that... That was such a huge movie myth for, yes. for years. Yeah. Everyone's wondering. But 2012, sorry, Brian Michael Bendis persists with it here. So um, a leaking gas tank. Uh, he's got a little bit of an explanation. There's some sort of fireworks happening underneath the car, Justin, if you can see. Mm. There's a bit of a leaking. But I, I don't yeah, buy it. with some sparks and stuff, yeah. I don't buy it, though. I don't buy it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. This, I mean, I mean, she, could, she there could have been something else that she shot at that caused the, the jeep to to overturn. She could have shot the tires out or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she shot. She shot the tire, but she shoots a whole lot of stuff. But Buck is happily driving away, and then all of a sudden, like it just explodes out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And they all go flying. Anyway, I mean, I know it's nitpicky, and I know comic books are tropey at the best of times, but you know. Yeah, but it's. At the same time, yeah, you've got to call it for what it is. It's very Michael Bay, yeah. Yes, Michael Bay. Very Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> did, didn't he do? Did he do TMNT as well? Like t- he did, t- yeah. Oh. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I want to watch it. But then I'm kind of put off by Michael Bay. But anyway, mm. um, yeah, I, I can reason, say that. Yeah. 
I haven't seen that one either, just because I don't want to be really disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's probably the yeah. good thing then, just in that yeah, mm. you haven't seen it. Um, but anyway, hopefully, maybe one day I'll get bored and and watch it as well. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, any other notes here, Justin, that you'd like to to raise? Um, there was one one other part that made I have to say that made me cringe, and it was when. Um, Moon Knight was asking Mask to shoot him, and it, it was the Wolverine persona was in yes, charge. Exactly. Like, yep. Do it. Do it. I was like, oh, God. yes, yes. Oh, yes. really? Uh, that was another. I, 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 that makes me cringe so bad. Yeah. I just... so, so I was thinking about that because exactly like you, I'm so glad that we're kind of on the same page. For me, that was very cringeworthy. But then I was thinking because, like, it's almost like characterizing um wolverine but then i'm thinking if this is one of mark's identities obviously it's not the real wolverine is this how mark sees wolverine and therefore this is how he thinks wolverine would act um and it's it's a little over the top a little ott but i'm just Mm. trying to justify why it's so cringeworthy but perhaps maybe maybe his versions of captain america's spot and they are they're, they're they're not the real they're not the real deal, um, and they sometimes seem a bit larger than what the real, how the real characters would act, um, and that maybe explains, I think, why Wolverine's going, "Come on, do it, kill me!" Like he's doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> do, do it. it. <laughs> kill me. I'm here. <laughs> you, know, it's, uh, uh, you know, but maybe that explains <laughs> that explains it. Um, oh, I love the Austrian accent. <laughs> I love that. Oh gosh, Predator! Oh, on the of... side note, Ray, are you excited for the new Predator film? I was about to say, I was just about to ask you. Yeah, I am absolutely. I I don't know when and where it's gonna. I think it's gonna be released, isn't it? HBO Max or something, which we don't have in Australia, um, but or something. yeah, it is. It's. I think it's coming to some streaming service exclusively. Oh. I think they're. I don't think they're doing a theatrical release or something, yeah. which is strange. But it is uh, strange. I mean, the, I've the got premise sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, olden days, right? We're talking colonial yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like three hundred uh, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, yeah. I've got a couple of apart from Netflix and Disney Plus, I've got a couple of Australian streaming services. And they tend to have a, a mix match of, you know, uh, American streaming services. So it might pop up there. I'm fingers crossed. I hope so. Um, otherwise, I might have to yeah, sell the high seas, you know. Yeah. Have to... <laughs> that, that would be worth it to be able, oh, absolutely. <laughs> to, be able absolutely. to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't, no, sorry, are you... I know. When the... Yeah. Well, go ahead. Oh, no. I about to say, are you, are you looking forward to it? Oh, very much. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. much. I yeah. love those movies so much. I even love Predator 2. Oh, me um, too. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, very funny. When I first watched um, it, I was massively disappointed in the cinemas because how could you top Predator? You know, so I know. the anticipation. So I was massively disappointed, but it's become just a cult cult classic. You know, I just I just love the the weirdness of it. But yeah. maybe we should do a a bonus episode on on um the new Predator movie whenever that comes out. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, reaction <laughs> episode. Reaction, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Love Did that. you watch the latest one, the the Predator? Um, that's the one we. Oh the... no, I didn't. Oh, you haven't. The one with the big giant one was that good? Yeah. I look. 
a bit of a hot take. I no, not much of a hot take. I enjoyed it, um, mm. but I hate. I absolutely despise the last five minutes of it. Let's just say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> do Do you know what so happens? The ending, the ending leaves something to be desired. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know, or do you, are you going to? Uh, do you want to be spoiled or? Oh, I am going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Okay, I went. I went to. I'd love to get your thoughts on that last five minutes, Justin. Just you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't want to persuade you or or, you know influence you in any way. But anyway, Uh, (laughs) so yeah, absolutely looking forward to that. And um, and incidentally as well, uh, this happened a while ago. But the 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 Thomas brothers uh, they came to a settlement with Disney Plus about Predator. So. Um, they, oh. they were they were suing. They were going to sue Disney um, for some oh, sort no of breach kidding. in yeah breach in copyright or something, uh, which held. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of the Marvel comics. Uh, there's one being written by Ed Brisson. Uh, it was held held up because they weren't allowed to release it. Uh, there were omnibuses oh. of Predator um, to be released through Marvel, uh, but now it seems like it's all systems go. So that's good. Um, so good. Anyway, yeah. Good. As an aside, any Moon Knight slash Predator fans, you'll be happy to know. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are all coming out. <laughs> but yes. That's sorry. exciting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, sorry, back to the yeah. Yeah, Wolverine, Kill Me, Kill yeah, Me. Yeah, back to Moon Knight. Um, I just, I had to, when, when you did the Predator reference, it, it made me think oh, about, because um, Russell and I were talking about the oh, new yeah. movie. And, and oh, who doesn't think of Arnie every now and again? Uh, Come on. <laughs> 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 He's an action king. I, I rate him. He's, for me, you know when The Expendables came out? Just another tangent um, here, Justin. Yeah. You know when The Expendables came out and, like, Sly Stallone is the leader of the party? For me, Arnie is the king. He's the action king. Yeah. Not Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he's good as well, yeah. but I'm I'm in Camp Arnie for me, you know. Running I agree Man. With you about that. Yeah, yeah, Total Running Recall. Man, Contra. Or... Not, not, um, yeah, Commando. Commando. It wasn't Contra. I was um, calling Contra for some reason. Um, <laughs> um, what, what else is that? Predator. Um, what, you know, Terminator, Terminator was... two, Terminator one. I mean, massive yes. movies. Come on. True um, Lies. True Lies. But I mean, to be yeah. fair, Sly he produced or whatever he put together the whole Expendables thing. So of course you put it yourself yeah. in the spotlight. But anyway, I'm just saying, I'm putting yeah. it out there. Anyone who likes Sly better than Arnie can run at me so that's right yeah <laughs> as Lil would say fight me nerds fight me nerds yeah I just yeah she does she would say that yeah but my equivalent is, is my equivalent's run at me um so, so um, <laughs> maybe it's an Aussie thing yeah, run at me I'll, I'll tackle you I yeah I love that yeah I love that uh, but yeah uh so Wolverine look I love Wolverine as well um but yeah a bit over the top there for that one. Mm. Uh, any other? Let me just think. Any other? There were some just little bits and bobs here that just kind of didn't tick me off, but they just um, it's like oh, I, I like Moon Knight using his cape uh, as a, as a mm. distraction. That was good, and then seeing him just with his black mask, you know that because you don't often see you know Moon Knight in that um, that guy. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, I kind of like that at the end where he lost like almost all of his costume and he was just running yeah. around with this white suit on. That was kind of cool. Almost like a mummy. Just for something, just just something different, you know. Yeah. The mask is almost like a mummy. It's like bandages on his head. Mm. And did he kill Madame Mask? Her eyes are clearly wide open at I, the end. 
You know, I was wondering that too because I couldn't remember the first time I read this. I was like, "Did she die in this or what?" But yeah, this is I, a pro- this is a problem when death is desensitized in comics because I didn't really care. I know she's going to be back, like you know. Yeah. Um. Exactly. Yeah. I'm assuming she did because Echo has died in this series as well, and and both Echo mm-hmm. and Madame Mask are running around in current day, you know, comics. So, um, but mm. yeah, maybe she did die in it. Yeah. I. I wonder if if this whole series is just going to end up being a dream. <laughs> oh my god! Like Echo yeah. and Mask never died. Like nobody <laughs> actually died in this series. <laughs> Nothing actually happened here. This was all just a dream in Mark's head. <laughs> this is all a dream, and he was just he just fell asleep like in the backseat of a car while Buck was driving. And, exactly. oh, how about that? And they're just like, about to start their yeah. adventure. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that that's the the explanation behind a lot of this stuff. Like um, yeah. Age of Khonshu. Like Mark dreamed that he beat up all the Avengers and like. <laughs> <did all> this. <laughs> can, can I share something? Can I share something with you, Justin, as well? Like uh, for so long, um, many many years, decades. I always thought like as times went on like graduating high school going to university and stuff there was always a little thought here and there that i was actually this was just a dream and i'd wake up in 1986 on the plane home from the u.s going home from the US. i don't know why i just thought okay maybe i'm just and i'm going to wake up in the airplane seat and uh, i'm going to be eight years old again <laughs> it's just really oh, that's weird so cool um, that's very matrix yeah matrix very matrix. Stuff. yeah, yeah. i love that well, it might, might be true that's know, so Justin. cool <laughs> have you, do you have any <laughs> glitches? i wonder what it was about yeah 1986 yeah. it was just that that particular moment in time stuck out to you yeah maybe maybe 1986 when i was on the plane as a little tacker maybe i did drop off and then i woke up and i go oh and then maybe that started the thought, mm. oh, what if I, what if everything's a dream? And it just stuck with me. And then so, you know, decades later, I'd be like, oh, what if this is all a dream and I'm still on that plane? <laughs> so it's weird. Yeah. Um, any glitches like that with you, Justin, or are you normal? <laughs> um, well, I, the only time that I've ever been knocked out was when I had my appendix out. Oh. Um, that was the only time I've ever been under anesthesia. So for that, that was really weird going through that and then waking up after the surgery and, and not knowing how much time had passed. Oh. So that for a while, it took me to a while to wrap my brain around that. I was just unconscious for eight hours and I have no recollection of anything. So Blacked out. That, that yeah. might be a bit scary, actually, you know? Yeah, that was, that was very, yeah, it was a scary moment. Um, <laughs> I see in the prompt sheet, Justin, you've erased the that mark that you have. I can see your cursor. Justin. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if there's if there aren't any other notes, look, I can't think of any references to other runs. Uh, look, I don't think there's any there. Um, fact, I couldn't I'm, think of any either. No, I'm pretty I, sure I that there aren't. Yeah. yeah. I think um, yeah, yeah pretty much wraps it up. If we give this a rating then for listeners who can traverse the conversation between Predator and the Matrix in and amongst our discussion, uh, what do you make of this, Justin? Uh, issue 11. It's not even titled. It's not even subtitled. Uh, part well, 11. Yeah, there's no... Of, I was going to say that I couldn't remember a title of this, but I guess there isn't one. Mm. But, um, you know, after talking about it... I. 
I guess I'll bump it up to a four from three and a half. (laughs) I'll bump it up Uh, to a four. (laughs) Okie dokie, four out of ten. So that is giving you a telephone moon. Ring, ring. Hello. Telephone moon, yes. Telephone moon. Uh, Thank you, Konishu. I should also mention as well Chloe as well. Um, Chloe, Konishu, um, yeah, preference. Uh, I will give this, I didn't hate it. Um, <laughs> maybe a six. Yeah, yeah. I guess six out of ten. Again, I've, I always love oh, six around. out of ten. Okay. Oh, well, it, yeah. it's above. I think it's above average. It's either five and a half or a six. Um, and I did like the mm-hmm. action scenes. Um, comparing mm. it to some of the other issues in this run. And look, to be fair, again, I'm going to go flat out and say it. I don't mind this run at all. I know some loonies absolutely <laughs> hate it. Um, you know, now with the 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 hindsight of knowing the subsequent runs of these and how diverse all the volumes are of Moon Knight, this is just another writer's take on it. Sure, it's very different, um, and he ignores yep. a lot of stuff. Uh, would I prefer this or Jed McKay's? Jed McKay's for sure, because mm-hmm. it it yeah. pays homage to previous runs. But, you know, this is what it is, um, and he's trying something new. Uh, I like the inclusion of Echo in it. Uh, as, you, as we yeah. mentioned, Madame Mask is pretty cool. Um, and Count Nefaria, a, a bit of a weird one, but I'm enjoying Madame Mask. Madame Mask. So 6 out of 10, I think. Uh, getting Small Moon, I think that's um, that's worthy of it. Uh, it all wraps up in our next Waxing Crescent. So I don't know whenever that is, but the, the final issue of Bendis. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll uh, revisit how it all kind of wraps up. But um, did this feel like yeah. a, a penultimate issue to you, Justin? Or how, what did it, you? It, it kind of did with the with the amount of action. It felt like it was ramping up the the tension for a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. With, the, with the Ultron head being you know up for grabs, I yeah I liked that. I, yeah. I, I felt like it did it, it did a good job of of getting the reader ready for. For yeah, a big finish. Yeah. It just um a big finish. That sounds like Lilith. Um, <laughs> just the, <laughs> it's just really weird. <laughs> um, I just thought because to me it almost seemed that Catnafaria that had closed out. You know, he was beaten and he's got, and then we get a new villain in Meta Mask, and she kind of mm. gets soundly beaten in this issue, and then Catnafaria returns. So I found that just a little bit weird. Um, for one more issue. We're getting the count back. Um, I guess it will totally close things out. But uh, for me, I've already kind of moved on from Count Nefaria. And if I was reading this month to month, it would have been, oh, it would have been cool to have Madame Mask in issue 11 and 12 at least and have some mm-hmm. some other different finale. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how... We, to be honest, I can't remember how it ends, Justin. So... Yeah, I'm I don't either. Like I said, I only yeah. read it once, so... Yeah, I, I really had to scratch my brain to remember that last yeah. issue. <laughs> well, our minds yeah. are like computers, Justin. You know, you put in useful information and you have to discard some others. So exactly, you, yeah. There's have, only so much storage space. <laughs> exactly, it may have been deleted in your memory banks long ago. Same with mine. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you go, listeners. Uh, if I do this properly, it's an average of five out of ten. So right down the middle. Um, take it as you will. Uh, give it a go. Always give it a go. And as I said, the complete collection yeah. will come out yeah, in February. And, yeah, I mean, listen to your fellow loonies, but at the same time, just 
judge it for yourself as well. Yeah. I mean, you might like Read it. Read it for yourself and make up your own mind and, and don't let anybody pressure you. Like, also, like, this, like I said, this is 10 years old now and, mm. and this, it, it read better for me the second time than the first time I read it, like I said before. So yeah. maybe in 10 years from now, this will be even better. So Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and for those that have were around when it first hit, you know, 10 years is a long time to hold that hatred for it. Mm. You know, just <laughs> maybe <laughs> re- release that grip a little. Um, and, exactly, and, yeah. And as I said, I mentioned, you know, um, there are other runs now that you can kind of compare it to. So, uh, yeah, definitely it's not the best Moon Knight run for me, uh, but it's it's an interesting little, it's a curious tidbit, Justin, mm-hmm. in, the, in the canon. Yeah. And, um, and with any character that has almost, you know, 50, 40, to 50 years worth of back history, you're going to have a few incarnations or a few versions of the character that people don't like, like, like the, the malice towards fist of Khonshu. Like I get it. It's a, it's an interpretation of the character that people aren't into. And I, I totally get it. I get their reasoning for all of it. And Uh the same thing with this, with the, with the Bendis interpretation, there's some people probably that this is their favorite version of Moon Knight Mm. and that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if Justin, with the announcement of Arthur Harrow in the trailer, mm. whether there are now Moon Knight fans out there. I've always liked Fist of Conchu ever since it came out. <laughs> you, you know, like, oh, yeah. kind of like, I never, hate, I never hated it. it. I always loved it. Yeah, Arthur Harrow is my favourite. <laughs> Well, he might be. I mean, that's my favorite issue of Moon Knight was Fist of yeah, Conchu number, number two. two it was the yeah. best one ever. Loonies, if if there is one of you out there, or, or a few, I'm not prejudging, and that was your that is your favorite issue, please let us know. I'd love to look. Mm. Justin and I, we both love the Fist of Conchu run. Um, I am a more recent convert. Like, so I, look, I'm making fun of myself because you know, um, before when I first read it, I wasn't too much of a fan, but I have grown to love it. I mean, it's. What is it? It's um seventeen. Oh god, it's, it's over 30, 30 years old. Um, it's right. enough enough time yeah. to actually change Almost your 40, yeah yeah to change your <laughs> perception of it. And yeah, I, I'm enjoying yeah. it. And I think actually, and I'll, I'll credit. I had this chat with Noel. I'll credit the Velvet Drapes for that. So Noel for for telling me um to stick with it to to read it again, see if you like it. And for you, Justin, during our Isla Ra chat um, mm. you had Fisticonchi one and we went through it and i just i just loved it like i loved us going through it mm. and uh i found a new a newfound love for it so listeners as well oh, i love that yeah yeah so great. it could be uh, apply that to the bendis run give it another read uh give Fisticonchi another mm. read and let us know yeah. why you're the greatest fan of Fisticonchi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Justin, we have it's one. It's all due for reappraisal at some point. It is. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Who knows? Yeah. And, and Ethan Hawke, you know, if he, he smashes it out of the park, oh my gosh. Arthur mm. Harrow is the new biggest, the new big villain in the MC or in the, the Marvel Universe. Yes. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see him return to the comics. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, nothing, never say never. You know, that's it. That's true. Um, yeah. N- now, we only, look, I. We got together, Justin and I, for this um, in kind of short notice, um, so I didn't get a discussion thread out there, but let's go to Night Lanes, and um, mm. 
Justin, we don't have any comments or feedback for this issue, but we do have for our last episode, uh, Hit It. Yes. Which um, I'm sure you would love that. I think everyone loves that issue. Oh, I love Justin. that one, yes. A, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. We do have one uh, comment uh, from the discussion thread mm. there from the Facebook group. Uh, Justin, if you have it in front of you, would you be able to give it a give it a read? Yes. So Lena has written in. Hello, Lena. Hey, Lena about uh, Hit It, and Lena writes, this was a very unusual and fascinating issue. One of the finest examples of Sienkiewicz doing what he does best, pushing the boundaries of comic book art. The writing was very poetic, but also tackled the difficult issue of abuse and how it can create a cycle of violence. Overall, one of the most artistic issues of Moon Knight ever, and definitely among my favorites also. Yeah. Yeah, I um, agree. That's one of the best of the best, I think. It is absolutely one of the best. And thank you so much, Lena, for those thoughts. I think um, sharing the sentiments of uh, of us as well. Uh, so it, it was a very strong issue. I mean, it's hard to fault it. Um, it's, I mean, looking back now, I mean, if you're really into your, your high-octane action um, issues, you know, spectacles. It, it, it's not there. It's very kind of sub, um, subdued. But uh, just, you know, when it was released during the time and the artwork is still very inspiring. Uh, it, it's just, I don't know, you don't come across this in, you know, dare I say, the big two that often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only lightness I can think of is uh, probably like Neil Gaiman's Sandman, that sort of stuff, you know, where it kind yeah. of goes a bit... It goes off the beaten track uh, for what mainstream. A bit more comics. esoteric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin, Justin's got the better words than I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I forgot. I forgot to put this in the um, prompt note prompt sheets, uh, Justin. But <clears throat> pardon me. We have a couple uh, from Instagram as well uh, for hit it for issue twenty six. Uh, so Liam Aguilar underscore Aguilar. Hello, Liam. Says, uh, just, oh, no, that's, <laughs> I'll leave that to last. Uh, Mr. Moon Knight says, totally my favorite issue. I may have to reread it. I hope you did, Mr. Moon Knight. And, <laughs> and, uh, and Spectral Crescent Comics is the best issue from volume one, in my opinion. Uh, that's hard to argue against for sure. Uh, incidentally, Justin, one more thing. Liam did say, this is totally off the beaten track. Just out of curiosity, does anyone know which issue of Moon Knight the fake random bullshit go panel is from? Now, you, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that from oh. the Moon Knight core. Um, Moon Knight hurling all these relics. Random bullshit go. Yeah, that is a West Coast Avengers Well done. issue. I think, yes. I wonder if it was an issue or if it was the annual where he's fighting... It was. It was the. It was the annual. It was the annual oh. where he was fighting the Black Knight, oh. and he threw everything at the Black Knight, and the Black Knight um, used his sword to deflect a bunch of it. I, I'm oh. almost sure that. that's what this. And we've done. Yeah, that we talked as well. about that one. Yeah, we, yeah, we reviewed that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Justin! This is why you know. This is why we pay you the big bucks, <laughs> Justin Zara. Um, well, incidentally, Justin is not getting paid. It's just purely out of his passion. Sorry, just. I wish I could pay, but yeah, wow. So I, I responded. I thought it was from West Coast uh, Avengers, but you know, 
I, I'm following I, you. If, if you think it's the I'm annual, almost, yeah, I'm almost positive it's the annual. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm almost sure it's the annual. Well, I hope Liam that that um, that answers your question. But again, thank you everyone there from Instagram, giving us all your thoughts on. Um, on hit it twenty six. Now you can also do that, obviously, for this issue, Brian Michael Bendis. I'll put I'll put a discussion thread, uh, Justin, um, after we record, obviously. So, um, still happy listeners to hear from you as well, and and we'll read them out in in the following episode. But always, always fun to to hear from everyone. And uh, and speaking of which, Justin, as well, a huge thank you for for coming onto the show. I think. Um, right. well, thank you for having me. Yeah, as always. Yeah, I think we it's did a nice fun. little wrap up of uh, of. Of issue 11 there from brian michael bendis and as i mentioned listeners you can um i'm just going to skip ahead you can you can contact us on email at feedback at ickmoonlight.com uh we've also got a website you can drop in your comments there as well uh we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube discord get vocal and podchaser so you can always always add in your comments i'll be checking them all hopefully um i don't often check the website but i will if you want, or you can leave a uh, voicemail that would, that would help indeed, um, as well. Uh, before we go, Justin, uh, I know you did mention it at the top of the show. Uh, you've got something working around in February. We're looking forward to the lost library of legends. Uh, any, any, any more yeah, you can divulge yeah. in that or. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I went into detail before about the lost library, but basically each, each month there's going to be a spotlight episode on some type of comic that's either limited series or an ongoing series that was short lived or, um, just something that didn't really catch on that fell between the cracks and that people might not know about to kind of get some more eyes on these obscure comic books that some of them were made by really respected creators, but, People just don't know about them. So that's going to be my goal is to introduce people to some of these more obscure comics and titles. But in addition to that, similar to the format of Tomes of Evil, uh, where we have our sub-series every month, we're going to be having a bunch of sub-shows as well that are going to be dedicated to some similarly obscure characters, such as Marvel's uh, Sleepwalker and Darkhawk. Yes. Um, Jim Starlin's Dread Star, which I'm Ooh. really excited about. Yeah. Um, a couple of DC characters. We're going to be doing one all about the Denny O'Neill and uh, Dennis Cohen run of The Question mm-hmm. from the late 80s. Uh, that show is going to be called Zen and Violence. <laughs> and uh, I'm also doing a show, this, um, a show about Dr. Fate, which I'm really excited yes. about because, yeah. as you know, he's my favorite uh, DC character. But there's another DC character who I love, and her name is Maxima. I don't know if you're familiar with her, Ray. Um, uh, Magical? Was... No? Well, she, she's an alien. She started out, she's a Roger Stern and a George Perez creation. And she started out actually as uh, an antagonist for Superman, oh. where she wanted him basically as her mate to start this whole new line of warlords. Um and he didn't want anything to do with her, so she tried to kick his ass. <laughs> In a nutshell, that's basically what happened. But uh, she turned a new, she turned over a new leaf and actually became heroic and joined the Justice League for a while. And I always loved her. I thought she was a really neat, complex, interesting character. And so we're doing a show about all of her appearances from the beginning up until um, her most recent ones. 
Oh, nice. Oh, well, I mean, Looney, yeah. you are you are spoiled with with choice there as well, and and some many many great characters there. So um, for sure, check it out. And as always, uh, I'll, we'll put this in the show notes. Um, I mean. Times of Evil are part of the collective anyway, mm-hmm. so there's a, a link in our show notes for the collective there as well. Uh, any room there, Justin, in uh, Lost Library of Legends for, for UN Force by any chance? Or Oh, UN Force. <laughs> We're definitely going to do a spotlight on UN Force. <laughs> uh, some of you I'd may... love to have you on as a guest for that oh, when we do would, that one day. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the loonies may know that there are some Egyptian-based uh, characters mm. in there. So Justin and I covered that previously yeah. in one of our other chats. And an well. Australian hero. There's an Australian hero yes. in the end course. There's not well. enough yes. of them, Justin. There aren't enough. I know we're a country of convicts, but there are some heroes too. So, <laughs> so yeah. there, there are some flowers out of the, you know, the pile of dung. Uh, not, not that Australia is a pile of dung. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, I should just move along before I um, yeah get myself into any any other trouble. Uh, a big thank you once again, to <laughs> Justin. Uh, always great to have you on. Uh, next phase two hundred sixty five. We're looking at a waxing gibbous, and it is the other side of the moon. Now I have changed the other side of the moon. The segment, and uh, instead of that being a moon night, uh, a comic where moon night is featured in, what it will be will be a discussion on a past or present moon night writer or artist so one of the moon knight alumni Mm. and one of the other works um will be fun it just kind of broadens the show a little bit it's still tangentially moon knight um but that will Mm. be fun to do so keep an eye out as to what that will be on i'm not too sure yet uh i have a suggestion for that for when you get to that ray yeah oh okay Um, Um, doug Doug mensch actually wrote a phenomenal six issue miniseries for dc Oh, okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Batman, Ray. Don't Uh, worry. Good, good, good. good. Uh, I thought thought you were going there. No, 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 no. No, I know you. I know you better than that, Ray. No, no. um, I think it was eighty-seven, eighty-eight. It was after Mm -hmm. Moon Knight. Doug Mensch wrote a fantastic six-issue miniseries for DC called Lords of the Ultra Realm. Oh. And um, I think that is my favorite non-Moon Knight Doug Mensch work because okay. it's a self-contained story. It's got some really cool concepts and characters. So that, that I would recommend that one as a suggestion, well- yeah. Justin, I mean, if our schedules can work, I mean, if you if you want to, if it's one of your faves, I'd love to have you on um, for oh, it. I mean, I haven't yeah. planned anything. Yeah, and, and anything Doug Manchin, yeah. I love. So, um, yeah, well, there you go, loonies. Um, Organised on, on the spot there. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll get, get that working. Right? But we'll do a, we'll a six-parter. Uh, what's it called again? The Real, Realms of... Lords sorry? of the Ultra Realm. Lords of the Ultra Realm. Mm, I might Ooh. put that one up there on, on for discussion as well. So, um Fantastic, fantastic stuff, Justin. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it, actually. So I've got to hunt that down. Um, do you know if it's expensive or no? Is it? I don't it... think so. No, okay. I've, I found, I think I found all six issues in the dollar bin a few okay. years ago. I might, I, I want to get these. Yeah. Sorry? What's that? Oh, no, I'd, I'd prefer to get a copy of it for our discussion rather than, you know, Ooh. just find other ways to read it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they're very easy to find. Um, I don't think it caught on very well. I don't think it was very popular. 
for some oh. reason. It didn't have anything to do with the DC universe. It didn't. It was its own self-contained well, I mean, story. Cool. It was its yeah. own self-contained world. And and sometimes in the eighties when DC did that, it was successful. And sometimes it wasn't. But gotcha. I really yeah. enjoyed this, and I think that you will as well. I first read this one about ten or so years ago, oh. and. Um, I'm due to read it again, so yeah, if oh, yeah. you want to. Oh, uh, super keen. Super keen. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Great. Um, excellent. Uh, well, uh, well, we'll be sure to do that. Go get yourself some co- uh, copies of that as well, Loonies, if you can, and uh, join us for mm. our next episode. Uh, a big thank you to our Petrunis again, to the likes of Justin, the Velvet Drape, uh, always good to listen to. Uh, if you <laughs> drop in at patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight, you can look at and find out all the incentives that we have on offer. Um, and a big thank you to all the Petrunis who have contributed or are contributing so far. So, of course, Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Frank, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, Michael, Mario, and Gavin. Thank you, one and all. And a big shout-out to Frank Dukes's nephew, uh, who Frank gave uh, a Moon Knight t-shirt to. And uh, I believe Frank's nephew is a, is a Moon Knight fan now, and, and he listens to the show, potentially. So a big shout-out to you. Um, yeah, hoping you're enjoying it. Hoping you enjoy Moon Knight and, um, and the community. Um, I love that story too about how yeah. he gave him the, his extra copy of uh, Fist oh, yes. of Kanshu number one. I yeah. love that story. That, Which that, is, that tickled me. Yeah, I mean, and for any collector, I mean, that's not like you're giving away X Men one. Uh, you, you know, right. <laughs> Fist, Fist of Kanshu is yeah. It's it's a very yeah. very generous of you, Frank. So, um, yeah. love to hear those stories from loonies. Uh, mm as well as our sponsor, CLZ Comics at collectors.com. Check out there. It's fantastic database uh, to, to keep a, keep on track of your whole collection. Uh, Daniel Dewing's Fringe Night, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. His Patreon page, patreon.com slash fringe night 27. And Drew Toombs's music can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. So Toombs... Um, the music tombs can be found uh, found at soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z and uh, and Lurk Music, Drew's other um, moniker, uh, can be found at Lurk Music with a CK dot dot com. And finally Dreamland I love Comics. His music too, by the way, is, Ray. Yeah, I, I finally had a chance to listen to some of it recently. I, I purchased all of it a while back and I fantastic. finally had a chance to sit down and listen to some of it recently. I really enjoyed it. Which it, it made great music, soundtrack music for reading, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, there's yeah. uh, some other music I've really enjoyed as well, Justin. Uh, a certain Justin Osgood uh, has um, oh. posted some music as well, uh, which I'm really enjoying, and I, and I can't wait to hear on oh, on your you. shows as well. No, very very cool stuff. So, I mean, Looney's, geez, thank there must be much, a yeah. correlation here. Noel, Justin, Drew, all musically uh, talented. Uh, so <laughs> definitely check out. Of course, definitely. Check out Drew's stuff, but check out Justin's stuff as well. Go, go harass Justin on his Facebook page. <laughs> That's where I saw it. Um, but no, really, really fun stuff. Uh, really good stuff, Justin. No. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And uh, yeah, Dreamland Comics. Uh, if you use the, the promo code Moon, you'll get twenty percent off their online store as well. And as mentioned as well, we are part of the collective and the likes of uh, Tomes of Evil. Uh, a part of it i'd like to say upcoming as well i mean i'm sure the lost library of legends will be in there in amongst um the the group of mm. the collective as well as the likes of trapped in the world the howard pod howard the duck yes. podcast um the they, howard the duck podcast 
Yeah, very cool indeed. Uh, hosted by Noel and Russell, so you would be familiar with their voices. Uh, but I should give a plug to other collective members as well. So I'm going to say Happiness in Darkness, uh, the superhero movie podcast. They're very cool. And, uh, and Inner Demons, a ghostwriter podcast. Brian Biggie doing great work over there. Uh, I've already mentioned where you can find us, so I'm not going to go through that again. Uh, needless to say, there are links in the show notes as well. Let us uh, we'd really love to hear from you, uh, as always. Uh, it's really fun to interact and to chat. I mean, we're all just fans of Moon Knight, so um, it's just, mm. just fun to get that conversation going. But a big thank you once yeah. again, Justin. Um, what are you up to, yes, up to for the rest of... Thank you, always, for having me, really. Yeah. yeah. A- any plans for this evening? I'm going to do some more reading. Lovely. Actually, to, as a bit of a spoiler for Tomes of Evil, we're doing a character spotlight in February on Typhoid Mary from Ooh, Daredevil. I love Typhoid uh, so Mary. So I've been going back and yeah, so I've been going back and reading some of the Anne Nascenti, uh, John Romita Jr. Daredevil stuff that introduced her, and it's so good. I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'd, so I'd like... I'll be reading. Sorry, yeah, yeah you'll be reading. Yeah, it's classic stuff classic yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it is it is classic stuff i love that stuff i mean she turned up also in the bendis daredevil run as well very good in that too mm. um but i i just love the nascenti run i think it's it's brilliant so um yeah so well a big thank you once again and and with that everyone loonies see if i can get this to work justin oh no i'll just do it later in post-production <laughs> i'll just let you know now loonies may can't you watch over the denizens of the night catch you later see you everyone and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.